here we are, hitting up events, drinking our way through Chicago beer, and trying not to miss a thing. Yeah, because, you know, got a cork popped out, boom, it flies like fucking 10 feet. We're like, yeah, let's do it. You know, all you have to do is add some fruit, stir it up, and ride that milkshake wave. Whenever I see him, I gotta take a photo with the most decorated brewer in Chicago, Jonathan Cutler. It'll be like the stuff you hear. You ever go to every time you go to Floyd's, all the music sounds like this. Raw, raw, raw. Sometimes you want a small beer, but really, you want a big beer. You gotta take in all those big aromatic hops. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Waiting in line for a bottle release? You should have never been a fad. The Black IPA is delicious. Hey, and welcome to Chicago Beer Pass. I'm Brad Chmielewski. Brad, what's up, man? I'm Nick White. Black Friday edition. Yeah, man. How you feeling, man? You get all your uh, all six of your bourbon counties? Oh, yeah. I like stocked up. I have a whole you know cellar now full of like 80 or 90 of them. Did you really? No. Huh. I mean, uh, those are all the photos I'm seeing. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. People, but, people are crazy. I mean, it's a tradition to go out on Black Friday. And, you know, I and do the flight at Clybourne or line up at Costco or wherever you go yeah. and try to get as many as you can. Or um, I think Delilah's had the flight. Delilah's had a, a serious vintage blowout. Yeah. Plus all the, the modern stuff, modern, all this year's stuff. And um, But, you know, it was like uh, we were talking in the pre-show, man. The price on some of this stuff is, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty high. Right. Like uh, I think the two your brother went, I believe, is forty dollars at uh, Jewel Osco. Okay, and then yeah. if you're finding that somewhere like a Miska's or something, it's probably sixty, eighty. And there's more than likely a caveat. I think they, if you got in at all, the stores had to purchase a lot, high quantity of all this stuff. So okay. I know Jewel is making you buy an OG, and then you can buy any of the variants you want. Mm. Um, so if I go to Jewel and get a forty dollar barley wine, I'd probably pay ten or more dollars. For the OG, now I'm talking, you're talking $50, $60 for two bottles of beer. Which, you know, depending on who you are, that's that's not a big deal. And they are worth trying. I mean, the barley wine is delicious. Prop is delicious, you mm. know. But we are not drinking stouts on Black Friday. We're going wet, a wet hop, no, yeah, wet hopped West Coast Pilsner. The official, unofficial Half Acre Beer Podcast strikes again. This is Pseudomorph from Balmoral. It's been a while since we've had a Half Acre Beer, really. That's true. We didn't even have uh, Lagertown in the Oktoberfest oh, lineup. We sure didn't. Yeah. It's uh, with Citra and Simcoe and a Wet Hop, a Wet Hop West Coast Pilsner, Brad. Mm-hmm. It delivers. This is delicious. They got this thing going where they do not put the ABV on their stuff anymore. As oh, really? I've seen this on the last time we had one. We were kind of wondering. I guess since it's not hitting the store shelves, they don't have to. Yeah, it's got to be it, right? Yeah. Um, I forget. It's. I feel like it's in the like five because um, I had this when I went there, and that's what kind of made me pick up the four-pack. I was like, that was just really good. Yeah. We needed some half-acre beer here. It's um, It's got the soul of a Pilsner, but it's got that IPA attitude, you know? Yeah. It's, 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 I love how fragrant and hoppy it is, but they're not like the big tropical hops, if you will. Right. It's kind of like a nice classic, soft classic hop profile. It reminds me, it's like a, a new take on Gossamer. 
Mm. That's what it gives. It gives me a little gossamer vibes. Yeah. And just like brings you home. You know, I, I know gossamer in name, but yeah, I can't. I can't, I'm so far removed from the last time I had one. Okay. I was an overall guy when Gossamer and Overall are out. Okay. I like the I like the multi overall. But yeah, the good old days, man. Half acre. Yeah. So we'll probably uh, proper glassware, by the way. Yeah. Nice job. We'll probably crush these uh, four pack here as we uh, go over this past week. On the last episode, Nick was telling me all about his adventures while I was gone, and it oh. sounds like we're doing it in reverse. It's like the uh, was I'm listening to this Drake and Twenty One Savage album, and they got some songs together, but then it's like he's got a song, he's got a song. Oh, interesting. It's kind of going okay. back and forth. Yeah, this so is the now, Brad the Brad song. Now I got to tell you <laughs> what I did because I was like, oh shit, I gotta I gotta do some stuff. I gotta make yeah. up for uh, what I missed out on. Um, so yeah, I mentioned uh, going over to Half Acre, ended up getting some food. They have a very limited lunch menu, but had the, yeah. bur- had the burger there. And there, I know they do wraps, no. right? No, that was at the old spot. Oh, this is at the Belmoral, the one and only. <laughs> so you just here's your burger, huh? Just, yeah, they have like a burger and like a not worst and another kind of burger. So I'm in on the not worst. Bring on the not worst. Okay. Yeah. I went burger. I was like, I hadn't, <laughs> I hadn't had a burger for at least a month or so because yeah. half that time was in Italy. They uh, I, don't know, I never saw a burger there. They don't do burgers in Italy, huh? I saw McDonald's, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Even if you get the adult Happy Meal, it's still McDonald's. Right. You know? So had this beer. <laughs> uh, that was just a lunch kind of stop. And then I also went over to uh, Cruz Blanca for lunch uh, the other day, too. Mm. I was... Uh, downtown and then i was like i'm gonna go to uh haymarket for lunch they're not open for lunch so weird i like didn't check my because i was like oh how far is this on the map and i didn't even notice that it said closed and i I, like pulled on the door i was like huh and then i had to look it up (laughs) like what is it a holiday like what happened here like an haymarket was it thanksgiving no haymarket needs to be open for lunch that's bullshit yeah, because it's th- closer to it's the closest brewery to downtown, right? Like, right. I mean, you know, Crush by Giants and Adam Street, but of the West Loop breweries, Haymarket is the closest brewery to the downtown downtown. Right, and so. um, where I'm at, I think Adam Street and Haymarket are almost like the same distance. Yeah. So I'd probably do that next time. So I looked that Haymarket is only open for lunch on Fridays, hmm. and they open a little earlier, I think, on Thursdays, but. It has to be a COVID staffing thing. That place is giant. If they don't think they can get the people in, why have the staff, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've been there a few times. And um, the guy, yeah, there's a very limited crew. Very limited crew. Mm-hmm. Like one dude running bar, one dude running tables. And that's all you see. But I wonder if you're not open. Like, I tried to go there. I didn't go. Am I going to remember to go back like anyone mm. else? Like, if you can't go when you want to go, do you go out of your way next time? And you're like, ah, oh, they're probably closed. I'm not even going to go there. That's interesting, yeah. Because I, um, well, they have like your classic kind of American fare menu, right. right? It's something you, and it's always good. Their beer and their food have always been on par. It's not one of these places where one's better than the other. It's always a good a good hang on both sides when you go to this place. Right. So I'm surprised about that, especially being over there, man. But, yeah. you know, maybe you should, like you said, it's either staffing or maybe cost of food's high. Or yeah. Maybe something. after the maybe after the winter, maybe they'll try 
to see what the spring looks like because everything's kind of back open and all those people are in the office more, the Google people and Facebook, whatever else is over there. Yeah. And I'm sure though, I'm sure it goes up and down because they got the killer patio space and not a lot of spaces over there have the patio. They got a lot of outdoor space compared yeah. to the other spots over there. That's true. So I was like, I guess I'll go to Cruz Blanca and see if they're mm-hmm. open. Yeah. So they're open for lunch. Nice. Uh, just downstairs, not upstairs. Oh, yeah. I think upstairs is like a weekend kind of event. Thing. Yeah. Uh, I grabbed a seat at the bar. I got, I, I think I just got like the Vamamo, Vamanos or just like the Mexican lager. lager. Yeah. So it was fine. Hmm. And I got some uh, quesadillas. But I really was just going to get the four pack then. I like wanted, I wanted um, like Haymarket yeah. for some reason. And then I was like, I wasn't in the mood for tacos or anything, yeah, but yeah. I was like, well, I guess I'll go and get the four pack because I'm right here. You can get a nice vegan burger if if that's your thing at Haymarket. They got the sweet potato tater tots at right. Haymarket. I'm a fan of those. They got pizzas. That's those things I want. I didn't want. Yeah, I didn't, have, I didn't want tacos. I, I didn't really, right. Yeah, you. Yeah. So way more options at a Haymarket. But it was fine. Beer was tasty. I haven't jumped into this four pack. I think we'll probably open one after the show here. Oh, you got the Luchadors. Luchador series. Nice. Yeah. So it's four different ones. I think there's six Luchadors total. So yeah. the, no Ray Cuvée, because I think that's its own four pack. But I wonder what other one, right? It's missing. Didn't right. make the cut. Right. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll, I guess we'll know. Yeah. So look for that video on YouTube uh, at another time. So we'll dive into one or maybe two. We'll see. And it's Black Friday. We'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the more I hang out with Brad, man, he takes these holidays seriously. <laughs> You know, Blackout Wednesday, fucking St. Patty's Day, fucking Oktoberfest. Like, Brad goes nuts on holidays now. That's 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 becoming a pattern here. That's just the thing. We gotta... <laughs> Go fucking wild. Go off. Uh, speaking of that, yeah. Uh, the Blackout Wednesday, which is the day before Halloween, or not Halloween, before Thanksgiving. Yes. And the idea is you don't have to work tomorrow, so you could just drink as much as you want. The biggest... Drinking day of the year, probably, is Black Wednesday. I don't know. It's probably St. Patrick's Day, right? You think so? I don't know. I don't know either. St. Patrick's Day is, depending on the actual St. Patrick's Day, might be on a weekday. And it might not be the tee-up that Black Out Wednesday is. Sure. Right? But sure, but St. Patrick's Day weekend, oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. But it was busy out there this year because the weather was nice. Oh, man. Are you kidding me, man? 50s? So, like... first stop was Beguile. They had the garage doors open. People are hanging out outside. Hardly anyone. No, it was busy inside, but not as many people inside. More people outside. Having ourselves a proper fall weather-wise, right? Like, it's nice. That's too... That's... It's warmer it's than too fall. Warm. It's balmy? I mean, I feel like it's... Not balmy, you know... but it's just like... It should be brisk. That not you don't it's fi- have your windows open. Kind yeah, of. it's like fifties, like high fifties. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's, I, I'm I'm here for it. Bring it on. I, I, yeah, I like it, but <laughs> <laughs> it's really messing. Like places are a little too busy. Oh yeah, well yeah, also that. Uh, okay, I saw Kevin there. Uh, he was there with his family. Cheers to Kevin Carey and the whole crew, man. I think mm-hmm. they just turned ten. I want to say. Okay. Yeah. So he gave me a, a four-pack of their pajama series, which also included Batch 1000. Oh, dude. Which we have two other batch number bottles. That's right. Because we, we've had the other one. I, I'm, I'm assuming it's 500, right? I don't know. Yeah, but for some reason, I think we have a 200. Damn. 
or a 400 or something like that. I think we had, yeah. I feel like that's a lot of milestones. I, you bless you bless the 1,000, right? Batch 1,000. BCS was batch 1,000. I get that. Yeah. Right? But they're doing them like, they seem like these increments are. I think you have to stop after 1,000. Right. Maybe you can go 5,000. <laughs> What was I going to say? Um, oh, is the uh, Imperial Pajamas at a mix pack as well? Um, sort of. It's okay. also like the Luchador series where there are two that don't make the cut. Oh, man. The Blanton's Barrel mm-hmm. and um, one of the other barrels don't are in bottles. You know what's good is um, the one we had from them previously was this is the one with cinnamon in it. Yeah, that yeah. one. Really nice. Got, yeah. Really nice. They use those Sagamore rye barrels. Mm-hmm. They did. They did a good job last year. I remember on those. Yes, I think the four pack had Batch One Thousand, Vanilla, Cinnamon, and one other. I can't remember. Man, I like Kevin Carey. Man, he's a fun guy, and he he's committed to the big beard, big hair. <laughs> Ever since the first day I met him, that's he's always yeah. been that guy. Yeah. But Beguile, we usually start there. It's the time I get my Christmas sale from them. Okay. I think I, I don't end up, I maybe will get a four-pack later on at some point in the season, but I get it there. It kicks off the Christmas ale season. It's time. <laughs> As we drink our I'm still reeling from October. I'm still reeling from St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I don't think we're, I don't <laughs> think we're doing Christmas beers nonstop. Oh, man. Bro, Christmas beers are all over the place in general. Like Beguiles is good, yeah. but it's not maybe interesting. It's like doesn't it's not heavily spiced, but it's not it just feels like a good malty beer. So yeah. uh, I know some people maybe don't like it cuz it doesn't give you those Christmas ale vibes. Interesting. Um but I like it. Yeah. I remember we got nice and tipsy off uh, Oktoberfest, and I forgot that that's a thing. Because when we have the full pints, you know, I never really got really fucking buzzed. Off Oktoberfest? Yeah. Until we did, like, all 30 of them or whatever. <laughs> this is really good, by the way, this fucking half-acre thing. I know, it's good. Uh, and then we decided to hit up Dovetail after that. and The old Dovetail. I ordered up the crew that was with us. There was six of us, I think. We got a, a tray of Kolsch. The Motley Crew. 11, 11 little Colches. <laughs> Do not serve. I need to know the name of these little cups. Because uh, the, there's a name for them. The little, the little skinny Colch glasses. And so, yeah, yeah we ordered a tray of uh, 11 Colches. One guy, uh, he wanted the uh, Chardonnay uh, Creek that they had. Chardonnay. A Stange. Stange. S-T-A-N-G-E. Probably Stange. Okay. That sounds fancier. So yeah. I feel like 11 was perfect for basically five people who were drinking them. Everyone got two plus whoever Rod. finished first, got the bonus. Nice. And so that was a nice quick little stop. Then we went over to uh, Hop Butcher. Mm, Hop Butcher for the world, man. Right. Uh, currently in the half acre old space. This is week two for them, I think. The artist formerly known as South Loop Brewing Company. Yeah. And... They did nothing. You've been there. They did nothing in this space. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> no, well, they put the, uh, instead of the bear, instead of the half-acre bear, there's a um, an eagle on the wall. Oh, yeah. Well, they like, swapped a picture. 
literally did nothing. It's a portrait. Uh, you know, it's a portrait. It, it kept. It kept the. It, it definitely keeps the same aesthetic. It's not. Okay, so it's more of if you guys are old enough, it's the break room to Finch. You know, in that same space when Twisted Hizzle, when Twisted Hippo went, it became a completely different space. Right. But the break room to Finch transition very much felt this, uh, very similar. Right. You know, it's more like that. But you also go in there and you're like, why did it take so long to open? <laughs> what are you doing? You don't even have you don't even have food. Oh, Brad. You literally could have just changed the sign. You could have. Well, what about the sign out front? Maybe it was a sign out front. I don't know. Because they had the tank, right? They had the tanks, and that was the whole. There was a whole thing about, hey, you know, these tanks used to be at what's the West? I forget the West Coast Brewery name, but yeah, it start there, and then it's got Half Acre. Half Acre made this whole poem about how we're so excited to pass these tanks along, and so yeah. So they had the anyway, they had the tanks, and they, you know, they had a kitchen and a bar already set up. Half Acre did a really nice job of the uh, the reclaimed wood on the walls right. and the stools and the, you know, the the, the basic vibe that it is now. Yeah, the same thing. That it is. <laughs> you can go there and see it. Yeah. So. Something. Uh, well, we know that Half Acre took that liquor license, right? Mm. So that could have been the reason. But still, I butcher, you had like a, a 10 years to redo the space or however long been, it took. Like, probably closer to, you know, eight months or something. You could have yeah. did anything else. But I guess they walked in there and they probably had, I'm guessing that they probably had plans for the space and doing something different. And then when they got down to it, they're like, why would we do that? Why can't like you? You, I think it it makes more sense to just leave it the way it is, because that's because half acre means a lot to so many people. Sure. So and even to them as a crew, I think they kind of look up to half acre as a crew. So they're like, well, why would we change it? But I like go there and I'm like, I wish I could just get half acre beer. Like I got the <laughs> I got the what the roost, the one that half acre. I was like, Meh. yeah, that's the one that's like a straight up centennial fucking. I'm here. IPA. I'm gonna drink half acre beer. Right. I think um, what was I gonna say? I think from 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 a hot butcher perspective, the the win is that you get to drink hot butcher in the city, right? So they're like, we don't need to do anything to this space because the win is that hey, we're making our beer in the city, right? Yeah. I, I think yeah. I, I think that's what they're going for. Yeah. Like it was. Well, if it, <laughs> Brad's like, no, I need more. I bells. didn't really drink hot butcher beer previously, so I think I have no like. I don't care that it's Hot Butcher. I think that's my problem. Like, I didn't drink Hot Butcher previously when I had it. I enjoyed it, but I never went on my way to like get it or even pick it up. So now I'm there, and I'm like, you didn't do anything. Why am I... Why? What are you taking my money for? You didn't like do anything here. I think that, And I think that's the core of your position, right? It's like, because a lot of people, when you talk about what the best IPAs in the city are, you immediately want to say Hot Butcher, but you're like, oh, wait, Hot Butcher's brewing in wherever Miskatonic is. Okay. Or they're not brewing in the city. They're brewing in Bedford Park, wherever the fuck. So for them to be one of the five best IPA producers in, in the area, okay. Okay. They're not, they were never a city proper brewery. So I okay. think that is part of the excitement that for people that are jazzed about why they're there. You know, because they're top five all day long. For IPAs, okay, all day long. You can't. I mean, I, I can't name four people to make IPAs better than Hot Butcher. Okay, yeah. So, all right, maybe I just trying to out. trying to provide some balance in this episode here. 
Maybe now that they're here, <laughs> I will go or like appreciate them more that I can actually get them. But yeah, um, so maybe my opinion will change on them now. But I just felt like I would have. You could have done something else. Like the seating sucked at Half Acre, and it still sucks. Like you can only fit like four people at those tables. So if you have any more than that. It's very awkward. Those those uh, I'm a big guy, so those those tables those tables are kind of small for me. Yeah, I prefer the stools along the wall. But then now you're staring at the wall. Right. Yeah. So the seating is so really weird. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to know. And you don't have food, so how, first of all, how about you come on the show? But if they don't, if they talk to someone, I'd like for them to kind of get into what the restrictions are in the space, or what they thought limitations were on the space, or mm-hmm. what why they decided to just kind of accent the previous space as yeah. opposed to overhauling everything. Like, there's a reason for it, right? I, I'm kind of curious. Now that we're sure. talking about it, I'm kind of curious, you know? Yeah. Do, do you know if they have plans to do food there? Do they keep the kitchen? Yeah. When I went, um, I think uh, Nick was saying that they have a kitchen right. and they're going to use it. Okay. Yeah. That is a plan. So. Why isn't it up and going? People? Can't get people, probably? I mean, probably just, people. Like, just like fucking... Probably can't get people. Uh, All right, hey. Fair enough. I what I saw a sign. I was uh, at Pequod's, and Pequod's had the restaurant next door said it's the new pandemic, so we're not open today. So the new pandemic is not COVID. The new pandemic is just not enough people. And not enough people. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's at home, I guess. Yes, you know? that's a, but then that gets into the the Haymarket thing. It's like if I can't go to you, I'm gonna forget about you. <laughs> Unfortunately. It's rough out here. It's a rough, yeah, it's it's a rough crowd today. <laughs> <laughs> But so you had the roost, uh, yeah, and that was okay. tasty. Uh, that's all we got because at that point we were pretty hungry. Yeah. Uh, then we were working our way to Simon's. We ended up grabbing a slice of pizza on our way up there, and then we went to Simon's for a glug. Oh man! So this is the warm glug. Yeah. The glug wine, spice wine. Right, spice wine. What do they serve this in? Um, like little glass. Like a little, like a, like an Irish coffee kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. And then you get your cookie with it. Had a couple glugs and then, you know, stand around for a while and done. Like two glugs. One guy we were with had three and I was like, you're pushing it. You can't do that. <laughs> you, sir, are... You're going to pro- be in trouble. You, sir, are approaching the edge. Okay? You need to back away from that edge. Uh, and it was a different crowd. If anybody knows about the edge, it's Brad Chivalowski. Yeah. It was a different crowd <laughs> in Simon's than I usually see. Go in there, like basically. I only go, I could probably go twice a year for Andersonville Fest. Oh, yeah, the Midsummer Fest is nice, right? And typically, it's more divey, I don't know, just dive bar crowd because it's like a cash only joint. Yeah, they serve these weird ass. It's the only place I know that's doing the glug slushy and the glug wine. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't, it was like a almost 50 50 split of guys and girls Uh in there. And they did not look like they usually go there. Oh, it kind of felt like a like a Wicker Park kind of crowd, or yeah, but a little older. It's just it. like they weren't the Simon's Dive Bar people. Yeah, which is <clears throat> which is good for Simon's. Maybe I don't go enough, so maybe I didn't look like I'm supposed to be there. That's funny. What's the name of that other bar that's right by Simon's? It has Hopefully. a. No, <laughs> not, that's not how I believe. <laughs> not Simon's. They uh, Acre. 
Oh, is that still open? Oh, that's man. Yeah, that's been they had a really cool Bron- Brunswick bar, just like this beautiful oak bar that fucking took up the whole room. Oh, right. It was always like where you th- you would go there when Hop Leaf was too busy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a gym now. Damn, really? Yeah, like, like not a Planet Fitness, but something like that. So that's the that's going back to ha- going back to the half acre hot butcher thing. That's the gift that hot butcher is giving you, is that it didn't Uh-oh. it didn't turn into condos, right? Okay. Like because that's what uh the old Atlas, a couple doors down from Delilah's, the old Burn City. Yeah, it's not a brewery anymore. Okay, you know it's like some fucking yeah, it's some bullshit. Okay, it's, so they yeah. keep it as a a neighborhood thing. Right. Okay. There you go. All right. Yeah. I appreciate. I appreciate that. All right. Here we All go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Turn, oh, turning me into a, a hot butcher uh, fan yeah uh and then that was yeah that was all my adventure i mean you were down for the hang man i'm looking i'm looking at brad's feet and i'm like jesus christ these dudes are getting after it. all i pictured was you know the fucking when we did the march down two three one two day yeah i was on my bike too <laughs> <laughs> for this event as well uh, yeah and i was like dude what are you we got after it a little too too much at that, that one. But it was no, fun though. No rain on this yeah. on this uh, Wednesday. That's a full route though, especially all those malt roast stops mm-hmm. and the glug glug wine. The only problem is with that, and even when like uh, Empirical was there, and we were going to go to Spiteful and order pizza and have it delivered to Spiteful, but they were closed at nine o'clock on Wednesday, hmm. and we were approaching like the. Oh, we might be the last call, or we might get there, and our pizza might, and we have to leave right away. Yeah, so that's true. There's literally no place to get food and drinks between like Beguile. You could probably go to what the new land and sea that uh, was Fountainhead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's not a. You could go to Bad Apple, I guess. Oh, and grab you a burger. Yeah, yeah, but there's not a lot of good beer food options in that route and that becomes a problem oh yeah if you're doing the malt roll romp right. where the fuck do you eat yeah that's true because the only time i really ever make it over to malt row is when they do these festiversary things where they did the friday night flights right. thing like sometimes dovetail or beguile will have a food truck yeah during the week or on the weekends but otherwise you have to order food and have it delivered or bring food to the place which yeah. that's an option but when you're doing like a, I want to say like a crawl like that or going to multiple places, you have to plan to be like, okay, we're going to order food now, then stop here for one beer. So then when we get to the third spot, our food should be there. Because you don't want to, you can't get to the spot and be like, all right, let's order food for here. So Empirical's closed. Um, Urban Brew Lab. Is closed. So Malt Row is basically Beguile, Hot Butcher, and um, Dovetail. Mm-hmm. Are we missing anybody? I feel like there were more, right? Koval's a distillery, but we're still naming places with no food. Right. I think there's a taco place next to Koval. Oh, there is. It's not that great. Oh. It's kind of new money tacos, yeah. where the tacos are like, they're fine, but they're a little overpriced. It's it's fine. Cultivate. Oh, Forbidden Root. Yeah, they yeah. have food. They do have food. I think we talked about that, and we didn't want to... It's not the... You have to almost start there or end there, right? Yeah, we just don't want the experience of it. 
And you ended it at, you know, instead of ending at uh, Cultivate, you ended at uh, Simon's. Yeah. Which, you know, and it was the first, it was the launch of the Glugs. Too, yeah. So. So. All right. So, but if you're doing a, just a straight up Mont Royal romp, you either start or stop at Cultivate. Yeah. You can yeah. do that. Okay. We figured it out. Okay. That's what you got to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have a choice. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good. Uh, it was a good little run. Good Wednesday. Um, glad I made it to Hot Butcher. Got to check that out. Yeah, um, Chicago's newest tap room, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I had been to Beguile for I don't know earlier, sometime in the summer, mm-hmm. and Dovetail. I think I just I didn't get to at all this year. Yeah. So it was good to hit it up. Yeah. Um, it's the, I think it's definitely the, the, uh, the most concentrated block of breweries is that is Monroe, right? Like you think about West District Loop, right? Brewers? Um, or not district breweries, the brewing district. Brewing district. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I might take that back. Cause over there you got, um, Culver Lounge. Like Forbidden Root too. Forbidden Root, Contour, Goose, Great yeah. Central. Uh, District Brew Yards, yeah. uh, Cobra Lounge, Midwest Coast. Oh shit! Yeah, so it yeah, so it one of the two most concentrated. We'll say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah, good little good week, I guess. Um, I may hit up something tomorrow. I don't, I don't really decide if I want to like drive far to check something out or just hit up a couple spots. I don't think I've been to Off Color all year. Okay. Just trying to think of like some spots I haven't been to that I like think about or I miss out on. Yeah, I was at I was I was at Crate and Barrel getting a vase, and I thought about hitting up Off Color. Okay. Um, because they just I think the mousetrap just turned five. Oh shit! And that was where the after the unofficial after party for Fogab was. Okay. It was, just a, it was the only spot that made sense going back north. Yeah. Like, go to Off Color. Yeah, I might go over there. I think I got to go to Benny's and pick up some, like, Christmas gifts and some wine and stuff like that. So, it's a good spot right there. Otherwise, you're going to Goose Island. and Get you some, you get your prop. You know what? Prop is not the same. Oh, yeah, you were saying that. It's not the same that we had. We had it at the, it's such a volatile beer, man, because I had it then, like, next day like prop day or whatever like so maybe like no maybe like three weeks later right um and dude you have to squeeze fresh lime in it to get that vibe that we had you know I don't, but I even don't know if i want i'm not gonna spend forty dollars <laughs> and then be disappointed true and then, uh, i think i was talking to chris jacobson man and he was we were saying how um you know when they had it there it must have been on draft because it was the same experience we had where you're just like oh shit i can't believe how good this is but then um when you open it in the bottle I'm having it, and I'm just like, yo, I'm sharing a bottle, hmm. and I'm like, yo, this is not the same beer. Like, it's it's a it's a shell of itself. Like, all those things are there, just really dialed down, you know. Maybe you need to like shake it a little bit, like one of, <laughs> like one of those like uh, like a shake weight, like a waist shake, shake weight. Or no, like a juice that's like it just all settles. You're like, all right, turn it over it's, before you open. <laughs> it's not the same, and I was disappointed in that, you know, because I'm like, well, because we, I'm like, damn. Is it really changing? So, because that party, the Goose Preview Party, is like a full month before these beers hit the general mm-hmm. public, and I'm like, well, damn, is it changing that much in two weeks? 
If it changes much in two weeks, and if the people who, the general public doesn't stand a chance at trying it the way we tried it. Right. So I'm trying to understand that more. So I almost want to go to Clybourne and have it on draft, if it is on draft, and just okay. see if there's a difference between draft and uh, can or bottle. Okay. So, yeah. Hmm. But yeah. No other, no other plans. How about you? You hitting up plans to go anywhere or? I doubt it, but who knows, man. You know, I haven't been out in a while. I was looking on, check out my notes here, man, because I did see some things that caught my eye. Um, no, uh, Sketchbook has their tasting going on for their uh, Barrel Age series. Oh, Sketchbook? Yep. Nice. I do love some Sketchbook. Nick's just checking his notes here. I just lied to you, Brad. I have nothing. You have no phone. notes? You look I at your notes and it was blank? I have no notes in my fucking phone, man. What the fuck is wrong with me? Jesus I do Christ. feel like it's going to be a people, since it's going to be nice, or should still kind of be nice, it's going to be a busy weekend out there if you do plan to go anywhere. Yeah. I was also thinking about like stops like Buckle Down or Flossmore kind of like crossed my mind. Wow. See what, what do, you, what do you think they're doing? Same thing probably, Bourbon right? Barrel Aged, uh, I was going to call it Big Lebowski, but I think I had a Bourbon Barrel Aged, uh, Brown ale. Oh, okay. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. They um, when you look in when you look at Fobab history, um, it's weird because Goose and Flossmore Station and Rock Bottom are still all like top ten all time mm-hmm. in wins. And um, it was the Flossmore Station Brown that was just kind of anchoring that barrel program. And then like the early, late nineties, early two thousands. It was all about Flossmore Station's barrel age program. It was so weird. That is and that's still one of the only places. I don't know if they do it now, but I've been to two places where they just do a, you ask for a flight and they give you around the world of every beer on draft. One was uh, Russian River. Right. And then the other one was Flossmore Station. Oh, shit. Yeah. And you go, it's like fucking 12, 13 beers on, on this fucking platter. Yeah. I don't know if I need that many if I go there, but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> but it just happened to cross my mind. I don't. I can't even remember the last time I've been to Flossmore. I took my kid there like three summers ago because she wanted to get on a little train and ice cream and all that kind of okay. shit. Okay, it's just straight up family restaurant, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. I think we're gonna sip on a little more of this, and then we're gonna open some cans of uh, Cruz Blanca's beer. So look for that. Nick's just swirling up the beer here. Anything, anything else before we get out of here? No, man. Um, Havager needs to put the ABV on these because I'm drinking it like there's no, like there's not a big deal. It's just water. And now I'm feeling, now I'm feeling it, man. Cool. All right, Nick. Where do people find you? Get in touch when we're not here. Hey, man. I'm on Twitter at Nicosio. And I'm on Twitter at BRad Chicago Beer Pass. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, website ChicagoBeerPass.com. And we should be back uh, next week with some more beer and some more uh, adventures. Take care. Cheers. Cheers.